Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. I am Drew Garrison in the locker room with Chad Penrod. Today, our NBA trade deadline special. Uh, Cavs get Andre Drummond. Lakers stay Pat. Grizzlies, Clippers. Lots of trades to talk about. We'll go over our winners, our losers. Uh, Lakers kind of looking for the buyout market. Uh, Clint Capella on the move. And the Miami Heat making some good moves. So uh, we're going to get right into it. Let's talk everything that happened today and everything that didn't happen today. So uh, past couple days, moves have been being made. Pieces have been moving. Um, you know, started off here a couple days earlier than maybe we normally would expect. Uh, but Chad, let's get into it, man. Who's your biggest winner from uh, the NBA trade deadline? Uh, for me, it's got to be the Clippers. Um, Fucking Clippers. I, I thought that, you know, going into before the trade deadline, I felt like the Clippers was just, you know, maybe a little bit better than the Lakers. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like they would have won a series, had things of, uh, of stayed pat, you know, and, and nobody made a move. Um, I just felt like, you know, the Clippers just had a lot of depth. And then they go out and add uh, Marcus Morris, who was probably the biggest guy available, you know, um, for what they need. I mean, they just add another solid piece. And a team that's pretty freaking loaded, man, this guy's going to come in and start at the four, it sounds like. Their defense is going to get even better, too. And and a lot of people's like, oh, it's Marcus Morris. This guy is having, I think, statistically the best year of his career. He, yeah, I'm- He's a fake and tough I, guy, though. Well, well, I know he was in New that. York. I know he was. I know he's in New York, where there's not a lot. And hey, shout outs to the Knicks because this is what they wanted. They yeah. w- they wanted to sign him to be able to trade him at the trade deadline. And the haul that they got for him, I'm just uh, going to pull this up here real quick, man. This um, the Knicks get Mo Harkless, not bad. They get the Clippers' 2020 first round pick. Um, they have uh, rights to the 2021 first-round pick, and they can swap that unless the pick is one through four. Um, they also get uh, Which it won't the be. Clippers' 2021 second-round pick via uh, Detroit, uh, Washington. That's on some kind of draft rights there. And the uh, the biggest thing to me that is going unnoticed um, is they didn't even have to give up Shamit. And that dude has been balling. I mean, I cannot believe that they didn't have to. But I guess you're getting two first-round picks. So I guess that closes closes the deal. But for Eh. Marcus Morris, that's a a hell of a haul for the Knicks. Those picks aren't really going to be any good. I mean, you're looking at the Clippers. But you're looking at a team that's rebuilding. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm saying from from that sense as if you're a Knicks fan for – Freaking Marcus Marcus Morris, that is a hell of a haul. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mo Harkless is still pretty nice. I think that he might not have fit the Clippers as well as, you know, people were hoping. So that they swap that salary, kind of move him out. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say that they're not the biggest winner. Um, you know, as as much as I dislike the Clippers as a Lakers fan, um, you know, I gotta kinda call it what it is. You know, I, I just thinking, okay, think about, you know, LeBron's at the wing and he calls for a switch to get Pat Bev off of him. And then there comes, you know, Paul George and the switch off that. And then here comes Kawhi. Then you switch off that. And here comes Marcus Morris. It's like, Holy shit, man, they're going to suffocate teams. Um, I still worry about their chemistry. I still worry about how these people are feeling some kind of way about, uh, you know, Kawhi and his load management. I think Harkless was actually, one of the guys that I had read was having an issue with it. So they did get that out of there. I just, I just Um, can't see that being an issue, man. They're, they're, I mean, I just I don't see anybody in the West beating them this year. I don't know how much of that's true and how much of that's manufactured, though. Right. Either. You yeah, see so much shit just get pulled out of it. seems like thin air. Um, and, you know, they, they get Isaiah Thomas, you know. It actually came out that they're going to uh, let him go. That's not surprising. Because they're actually getting back in the Collison sweepstakes. Yeah, they, they – um, from what I've heard, the Lakers are Collison's preference. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're gonna get back in that sweepstakes, you know. 
IT man, that poor guy can't stop getting traded. I, I rooted I, I, for him. I wanted to see him win a ring. I, I was hoping he, you know, he he went to the Clippers and stayed there. But um, you know, so yeah, hard for them to you know not be the biggest winners here. Um, getting into to my biggest loser, it's unfortunate, but I I have to say it's the Lakers. Um, they've got a a fairly complex situation there. Not a lot of draft assets to swing. Um, for you know these trades, uh, I know Derrick Rose was one that I was really hopeful for. Detroit was really, really set on getting a first-round pick. Um, all of the Lakers' first-round picks that they can trade have been sent to New Orleans, so they didn't have that. Kyle Kuzma, you know, is probably their best piece, but with the NBA and how the salaries have to match up in a trade, that guy's only making you know right under two million dollars this year. And let me just say so, this real quick: they are the biggest losers. Because there's no help for LeBron and AD. But I will say this. Don't give up Kyle Kuzma for Marcus Morris. Like I I applaud them for not doing that because that is what the Knicks wanted. They said, okay, we'll take Kuzma. Um, because come the offseason, there's going to be a bigger name that you can get for a Kyle Kuzma. Um, but I'm with you, you know. I just felt like they did nothing, you know, and – the way that that team's been playing, it's been all LeBron, all AD, and there's just no help, man. I mean, when you get to a to a seven game series, and you're you know you're playing a team like the Clippers because I, I think they're they're bound to to play each other, but um, you know it's just the depth of the Clippers is just like okay, well Kawhi's got help and Paul George has help and and now here's Harrell and here's Pat Bev and now here's Marcus Morris and. I mean, they're just loaded, man, and uh, that's where it's going to become tough for for the Lakers. And even with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, man, that's 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 going to be a tough series for them. Well, my my thing with the Lakers is their starting unit. I'm pretty pretty much good with because AD and LeBron can shoulder most of that load. I think that too can go toe to toe with with damn near anybody of their starting five. Um, you know, Danny Green kind of on a down year, not shooting the ball as we're accustomed to seeing. He was kind of floated around in trade rumors. Um, I don't think that you can trade that guy because looking at the Lakers, outside of him, who's that guy that you can count on to hit a big shot in the playoffs? And this is where I've been trying to uh, – we've actually been talking, and this is – and then he actually has a workout with the Lakers, and it's J.R. Smith. And, I, you know, I that's just where I keep going. I kept saying, you know, if you're going to get rid of Danny Green – why not bring in J.R. Smith and see if he can still play? Because J.R. is going to knock them shots down. Um, but now having a J.R. workout d- doesn't make sense at all. I think it does, though, because they need somebody that can guard the wing and somebody that can hit shots. And, and to, you know, what, he, for, for who? It, in, in, a, in the second unit. Where I if think he's the willing Lakers, to go there, he didn't want to do it uh, that year in Cleveland. But, but Cleveland wasn't going anywhere either. No, this is this is when LeBron James was on the te- on the team and and uh, Jr. wasn't wasn't playing well, and uh, they there was talk of him going. I think this is when he threw food or something at one of the. Assistants. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Uh, was it uh, Damon Jones? Wasn't it? And then I think uh, it was. Yeah, but because there was talk of him possibly going to the bench and Jr. wasn't having it, so. It's I don't know. We're going to see what you know how how that goes. Well, I just a, a year and a half or or whatever that's been a couple of years can kind of change that for you though because you're out of the league. He clearly doesn't have much interest anywhere else. So is it you know come off the bench, be a you know a role player, um, or don't play in the league, don't get another championship ring? You know. Yeah, I think I maybe just, he's humbled that a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what he wants. You know, I guess that's going to be the telling part of you know what he wants at this point in his career i don't know how many teams he could go start on unless i mean unless we're talking just super bad teams yeah i don't i, I don't know um that, that's going to be interesting you know i because I've, I've been on uh um on, on note here to say that you know I, I really wanted the lakers to win it this year for for kobe but uh, man them sitting still i have a problem with that front office man i know you get lebron james and and you get Anthony Davis. LeBron was and, a layup. Yeah, I mean, that was, well, he wanted well, to go it's there. It's L.A. People want to go to L.A. And it's also the Lakers. People want to join the Lakers. But this just front office, man, it's just like there's just not much help there outside of LeBron and A.D. And I, I just don't know if that's going to be enough to get it done. I, yeah, and I have my doubts about that for sure. But I, I just kind of look at they didn't have much to offer. I mean, they could trade Boogie Cousins' contract. He's 
maybe back for the playoffs if he went to a playoff team. I don't know how, how enticed people are to trade for him. Quinn Cook was thrown around. Maybe what's Troy that do, Daniels, though? I mean, but, what's I mean, that even if L.A. brings him back? What does that do to the – I mean, what are you going to do? Just plug him in and play him when you got – uh, you know, uh, McGee and, and, and Howard playing great. I mean, I, I don't yeah, know. Like, I don't, where's the minutes going? You know, who's he coming in for? I was really actually excited after the Lakers signed Boogie. I wasn't at first, but I was like, okay, he can play the five, let AD space the floor, stretch it out. I was kind of interested to see it. But now, you know, coming back from another, you know, injury that bad, if he is ready for the playoffs, I just think that might totally fuck the flow of things yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, and plus he doesn't he doesn't get up and down the court. Yeah, he doesn't move. You know that was the, that was the thing. That was a kind of a thing there in Golden State. He just, he you know he's just a uh, he can hit that outside shot. He's but he's just a slower guy. He you slows know? And the he's, pace down. He's he's not what he used to be. I mean, that's the thing. You know, I just we're gonna see. You know, because they're going to play. Um, but I want to kind of get to uh, another team here who I'm just amazed with for after what they've done in a year and. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I've went on record to say this um, because with the Lakers and the Clippers being right now that one and two seed, and I don't think much is going to change up top there, but a team that you do not want to play is the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, they're they're, they're not a first-round matchup that I'm very interested in. No, you know? I, I, mean, I would not, man. I would if if you're if you're one or two or if if they're, they're going to win more games, so you got to hope they get you know to maybe a, a six seed or something. But they're loading up, man, and and you know they got a haul for um for for Iggy who wasn't even there, and they're at the they're at the eight seed without Iggy being there, and then they add um who was it they added uh it's off my head they who they just trade for Iggy. Oh, oh, Justice Winslow. Ju- Justice Winslow. They got Duke boys everywhere. Justice Winslow, and then Dion Waiters is just a throw-in, and uh, it's like, whoa, <laughs> that team is young and they can play ball. They got um, kind of like a Duke reunion going on there in Memphis. I know we've said how uh, the the uh, the Pelicans are kind of like uh, Clippers or shit. I'm sorry, Duke South. I don't know why I said Clippers. Uh, you got you know, Grayson Allen there in Memphis, Justice Winslow's back, Tyus Jones up there getting some Duke boys back together. Um, but, yeah, man, young up-and-coming team. And of course, you know, that goes without saying they got John Morant leading the pack, running the show. That uh, That is a very interesting team. And they pl- and Valanchunas at the center, um, they play hard, man. Every game, they 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 go all out. And they got like a little chip on their shoulder over the Iggy thing oh, too. Yeah. On Twitter, talking about just, on the show what Memphis think is you wanna, about. I, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to beat one of those LA teams. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is you don't want to play them. Yeah, though. it's going to be a tougher first round matchup than you want if that's what you draw. That, that has that uh, Golden State with uh, Baron Davis yeah. type series written all over it. These new Warriors fans don't even know who Baron Davis is, by the way. Um, but, yeah, um, Grizzlies looking good. But on the other end of that trade, man, the Miami Heat putting some wow. moves together. They are going to be – um, the Bucks, and I, I don't know. I, I don't want to keep counting out the Sixers. Yeah, um, I mean, just, they added uh, some shooting, right. but the shooting is a problem for them. you yeah. got to shoot in the playoffs. And it's like they're big guys. I, I don't know. I, I, there's something about that. Uh, Simmons and Embiid duo that I, I don't know. I just don't like. It's almost like they don't fit to me. I'm sick of fucking Ben Simmons finally hitting a three and people acting like it was a fucking Make-A-Wish kid or something, yeah, too. Like, yeah, I don't, you're a max contract player. It's not a big and deal. And you're a point down. guard. You should hit those. Um, yeah, I don't want to count them out either, but, man, the, I just feel like the heat. And we'll see what Iggy has left. Uh, I've, I've been talking to some people about how bad I wanted Iggy on the Lakers. I thought he'd be great for the second unit. People are telling me I'm crazy. He's 37. He hasn't played in, you know, however long and all this. But, I, you know, the Heat are one of the few teams that he was going to sign off on playing for. Um, looking like a, a pretty solid little little team there. They got Jay Crowder. Uh, I don't know if he's a buyout candidate or not, but he's not a terrible piece to maybe fit into a second unit either. Um, they're – uh, did did they finalize the Gallinari trade or no? They got somebody else. Um, no, uh, Gallinari. They couldn't get that done. Um, so I mean, if you just look at the the Heat, the Heat's depth chart now. They got uh, Kendrick Nunn, who's a rookie and is just playing out of his mind this year. Uh, obviously, they got a uh, 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 Dragic there, um, Jimmy Butler. Um, 
uh, now they got uh, Iggy, um, Olenek, Bam. And now they got Crowder. I mean, they There's have some depth there. There is, yeah, there's that is going to be a team to be uh, dealt with there in the East. Um, you know, I don't know if it's going to be enough to beat Milwaukee, but I do like the Miami Heat, and, what, and, and to me, they got the best coach um, in the East, uh, Eric Spolstra. He's He's. I thought he was overrated because he, you know, he had LeBron, and he had D Wade, and all them. But the dude can, the dude can seriously coach. Yeah, when he's got, you know, he's got to have talent. He's not going to take a team. Yeah, everybody out of needs a little. But bit yeah, of the NBA is like that. Um, yeah, Spolstra, Spolstra. Um, not not going to get too many knocks from me. Uh, Miami. I just I could see them being a, a real sneaky team that can make a, a deep run in that Eastern Conference playoffs because the East is, you know, as much new parity as there is in the league. You know, there's not that three four headed monster like you had in Golden State or you had the Kyrie, LeBron, Love. You know, you don't have any of those big threes anymore. That's kind of like a bunch of duos. Um, as as more parity as I've seen in, in a few years, but at the same time, it's just. You still look at the East and the West, and you're like, okay, the champion's probably going to come out of the West. So the East is somewhere where I think a few teams have a lot of uh, room to make noise. And uh, another team in the West that we actually just brought up, the Golden State Warriors sending D'Angelo Russell out to play with his boy Carl Anthony Towns there in Minnesota. And uh, just because we're going to talk about that, you know, Minnesota with Towns and and, and Russell, but, hey, I love Wiggins and Golden State when they get the band back together. Yeah. I don't think D'Angelo Russell was ever going to fit there when Clay Thompson and Steph came back. No. And I think that the Warriors were smart about this, and I don't really like the Warriors just because of I just think they're one of the fakest dynasties to ever exist in sports. But I think that they were like, okay, KD's leaving. Let's do this sign-and-trade. Give me D'Angelo Russell. The Nets had to get rid of him to, to have the money to get KD. Clay has got a blown-out knee that he's rehabbing from. Um, they didn't foresee Seth or Steph, excuse me, getting hurt, and he's milking that man. It's a broken hand. It's not a four or five month injury. They're, but, they're trying to get a higher draft. Pick. But hey, Curry's not about that carrying a team life. He I'll can. tell you that right he now, can. and he won't admit that. Oh, my hand's broken. But so I think they knew that. Okay, we can get rid of Russell at the deadline and, and get something back for it. And you know, kind of kudos to them. They kind of knew that. You know, AD or I'm sorry, KD was leaving, so they um, kind of just maybe tossed in a year. Let's get this asset in the sign and trade, flip them for something. I like D'Lo and Cat together in Minnesota. I don't I do. know that they're going to make too much playoff yeah, noise. I don't think they're going to make. I don't think they're. You know, but the fact that they're friends and want to play together, that just is already chemistry. And um, I, I wish the Lakers would have tried to get D'Angelo back, personally. Yeah, in the, in the, in the offseason. I mean, obviously, the rights were still controlled by the Nets, so they never really had that in there, I guess. Um, but, yeah, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Jacob Evans, Amari Spellman. Um, Golden State gets Andrew Wiggins, like you said, I think will be good there um, once everybody gets back. A 2021 top three protected first-round draft pick and a 2021 second-round draft pick. So uh, they, they got some, you know, some, some assets. They They're probably going to – I, I, I don't know if I'd call them. A, I, no, I think I would, man. They're like the worst team in the league, aren't they? They're a lottery team. Yeah, they're they're up there, yeah. I mean, and that makes me just so happy. But um, So I think that that's a good trade for him. Wiggins was a guy that never really met the hype coming out of high school or college. Um, so, you know, maybe too much was put on him, but I, I could see him sliding in there. Playing that three position with Clay and Steph back yep. and, and and doing well, hitting threes um, at the corner there, and Draymond's still there. Yeah, so that's one that I could see being pretty damn good as well. Um, Sixers, you know James Ennis for a second round pick. They're they're clearing a roster spot for something. Um, the the one that kind of broke first though that I, I I like for the Hawks getting Clint Capella. I love it. Um, they were getting they were getting just demolished down there at the five. I mean, they, they didn't have much down there. And then, you know, they also get uh, uh, Deadman, you know, to come in there behind Capella. But, oh, I love that. The uh, uh, the Trey Young and Clint Capella yeah. pick and roll is going to be deadly. Um, and I wonder how much of Capella's injury that he's been dealing with is him just sitting out, maybe them keeping him out, knowing this was yeah, coming. I, yeah, I don't so know. I don't know when he'll be back, but, man, yeah, that might be that's, fun too. That's going to be deadly on the other end of that uh, – a, a team that you know that I like to root for, um, uh, the Rockets, get rid of Capella, and uh, and then don't make 
another, uh, you know, solid move at the center position when I'm sitting there uh, scratching my head like there's no way they're going to let uh, P.J. Tucker start at the five, right? You know, I mean, what, what I, I don't know. And then they trade Jordan Bell. I think they are, yeah. Yeah, I think they had done trade. Yeah, they traded Jordan Bell. Yeah, they, Bell. Are, they traded him. Um, so I don't know if they're trying to mimic what Golden State did. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Robert Covington. And I love um, me, you, and, and Austin was chatting about this. And Covington is going to is going to bring them what Ariza did because Ariza was was solid there uh, in Houston, um, and Covington's even better than Ariza. So you know you're going to have a, a lot of shooters out there on the court. You know Covington plays defense as well, but man, you're going to just get demolished at the rim. And and that's when that's when um I, I'm we're gonna talk about this in a minute because obviously you know you know I'm excited for the the big man that Cleveland just picked up but I really thought if you okay if you want to really run the floor you know maybe play some defense and you know with that Tristan Thompson made all kinds of sense there he's he's not out for them I, I'm I'm hearing that he's still a buyout candidate from the Cavs he, that's a lot of money I don't I, I just I don't see that. Um, and then, yeah, there was that that did break, and there was some more news that broke that said absolutely not, no way. Oh, really? I yeah. hadn't seen the refute. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I that's that's just, I don't know what the Rockets were doing. Um, the small ball has kind of already died a little bit, if you ask me. Yeah, big men are coming back, but it's it's also been after big men have evolved and been able to step out and hit that outside shot more. Um, the Ariza Covington comparison, I like it, but I attribute it almost more to Ariza coming to the Lakers back in the 2009 championship year. Gritty defense, can hit a shot, can get to the rim. Um, not, you know, not the the third piece of your big three per se, yeah. but a guy that can come in and make those big plays that can change momentum. I could see Covington doing that for the Rockets. Not saying that I don't think that that puts the Rockets through the Clippers or the Lakers in a seven-game series. Um, but I think that makes them better. I just – they didn't address that center position. And I, I get it because what P.J. is going to do is he's, he's going to spread pl- the floor. He's going to play the five. Open up the lane. Spread the floor. Bring the other guy's big man out to the wing to guard collapse, him. When you collapse, he can hit and the then, shot. bam, you got Russ or Harden driving. Yeah. And either they get a wide-open drive to the lane because they're going to blow by that first guy. Right. Or they crash in and you kick it out to P.J. Tucker in the corner. Yeah, but, and playing you in 2K lets me know that that's not a fucking good idea. <laughs> and But, uh, uh, you know, but on the defensive end, though, it's like if when you look at, okay, who's the guys in the in the West? You know, you have Le- your LeBron and you have your, uh, your Kawhi. The guy that guards LeBron and the guy that guards Kawhi on the Rockets is P.J. Tucker. Yeah. So – Who's going to guard Anthony Davis and who's going to guard Harrell? I don't understand. You know, that's what now Golden me. State made it work, but Golden State shot lights out. Right? Is that what they're trying to do? Are they just going to say fuck it? We're just going to hit shots and score 150 points a game, and we're just going to outshoot you? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't uh, know what the game plan is there. I think Harden could could you know be the shooter, but I don't think Russ is going to hit shots consistent outside shots right. consistently enough for that. No, 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 I mean Houston has shooters. Yeah, when yeah. they're on, when they're on, that team will put up 150 points. That's a uh, you know Harden and Eric Gordon and now Covington and PJ Tucker. I mean there there is some there are there's definitely some shooters on that team. I just don't understand. I don't know the, the the whole getting rid of uh, Clint Capella. You still have to have size in the playoffs. I I I, it, I don't know, man. Like, who on Houston is going to really guard LeBron when he decides he wants to drive? That's to the what hole? I'm saying. It would be PJ Tucker. But then, then what what are you going to do? You're going to put Covington on on Anthony Davis or please? I mean, I don't under I don't understand what they're going to do there. And and LeBron's going to decide to do that more. I, I was talking to some people. You can watch a Lakers game and be like, okay, LeBron can get to the hole at will still in se- you know year 17, but he depends doesn't. depends who's guarding him. It depends on who's guarding him, but he can't do it every time. He's load managing in games. If he drove to the hole every time like he can, he's going to run out of gas by December. So that makes sense too, but it's just like, okay, so when it comes playoff time and all the chips are down and everybody's going full goal, because it, as we all know, the NBA regular season, especially before the trade deadline, 
is vastly different than the the post the the season after the trade deadline, and then the postseason is but, just completely different. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I was I was talking to somebody about that um, because we were you know obviously they got on the Clippers and the in the versus the Lakers, and they kept saying you know I kept saying you know they 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 couldn't beat them before they had Morris, and they're like, oh this is the regular season. Listen. I know the NBA. The NBA is an 82 game season, and and these players d- don't show a lot of interest in a lot of them. They but show you interest can in that bet one. Bet your ass that when the Lakers and Clippers play, every every player on the uh, Lakers want to beat the Clippers. Absolutely, every player on the Clippers wants to beat the Lakers. Yeah, that but- is a rivalry. That is the game. Listen, coming from a Cavs fan who. Who we've had a lot of great se- uh, seasons recently. We only got to play the Golden State Warriors twice, mainly on Christmas. It didn't matter if it was a regular season no, game. We not. wanted to win that game. And Lakers fans, don't give me that bullshit. Don't no, uh, come on. No, you, you want to win that game. That's your biggest rivalry. That. And not only now, it's a battle for the city. They, they were a rival it's a battle before for the, for the championship for years to come. They were a rival before they got. Kawhi and Paul George, you know that they've always been a Laker rival, right? You know, and yeah, of course they do. The two losses that the Lakers have to the Clippers aren't because it's regular season; it's because the, the Clippers beat the Lakers. Yeah, and, the, and LeBron the acts are scared. For sure, yeah. When when it's Kawhi like, is on like, LeBron, he's scared to drive. He does that with Durant. He do, he does that with certain players. It's like, you know, uh, just from being a Cavs fan, I could sit there and I'm just yelling at TV like, dude, go to the hole. Oh like, yeah, get to the hole, and it's like. He doesn't want to do it. I, I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know why he does that sometimes. My hope now, sticking with the Lakers and 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 where they're at with no move made, I was really really hoping for Rose more than anything, um, besides probably Iguodala, um, and I, I never really saw a path to Andre Iguodala that made sense for the Lakers with him making seventeen million dollars. I thought maybe there was more of a realistic path for Rose. Um, I think he'd be great for the second unit, but they I, I know they didn't have the first to give up to him, but they they're they have such fucking loyalty to Rondo. Yeah, I don't understand it. And I know playoff Rondo is a thing and all that, but man, I have watched him kill the flow of so many games this year. So much just I I just the the loyalty to him doesn't make sense. And I I think it's going to hinder him, man. I'm obviously going to watch all the games, hope for the best, hope LeBron can, you know, use that no playoffs last year and all that shit to refuel and come back refocused and do it for Kobe and all that shit. But just looking at it, I just don't know how they do it. And I, I do understand the complexity of it, though, because they didn't have very many things to make a move with. They didn't have very many pieces. I, like I said, I know Danny Green's in a down year, but when it comes playoff time, I've watched that dude hit big shots in the finals, in the playoffs, and all this shit. I don't know how to get rid of him and, and be any better Unless you're getting, you know, a, a player that wasn't even mentioned. There was a Zach Levine trade tossed around. I didn't like that. Um, I, I started to like that more and more when it felt like Danny Green just started getting worse. And listen, he's probably just in a, a shooting slump. But the more and more I thought about it, I was like, okay, now that 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 sounds kind of good because Zach Levine's having having a season, man, and uh, he can definitely get his own shot. Um, yeah, but he's having it on the Bulls. Yeah, but it don't matter. You know, that's kind of like that's kind of like Mark uh, Marcus Morris having it on the Knicks. They're still g- good players. I mean, right now, if they told you, "Hey, I can," I you, we give you Zach Levine for Danny Green, you'd be insane not to take that. I, w- I don't think I would. Oh God, because I, I was looking at the numbers, you know, and they're like, "Oh, well, Levine can give you thirty any time." Well, yeah, he can on the Bulls, and every game that he has over thirty points, Le- Levine Levine is a hundred times better than Danny Green. Well, I mean, overall, he is a better player. Yeah, I mean, I just to not. I mean, I don't know what they would have had him do. I don't know if it would have been in and just run that second unit. I doubt it because that's how good of a player. Well, he no, is. Green's a starter. You're not trading Green for Levine. Levine's going to come in and it's going to be LeBron. Well, but I was, but that's what I was telling you. The only thing that made sense with Levine is getting the shooter was to add Jr. Right, and I guess that could work. But I just saw. I looked at the numbers every game this year that Levine's had over thirty points. He's also taken over thirty shots. He's not getting that on the Lakers. 
and he's got no playoff stats. I, I, I maybe it's just I've seen too much from Danny Green, and I know that in the he's playoffs, hitting the outside shot, shot so well. He uh, Zach Levine is hitting the outside shot so well they put him in the three point contest. I yeah, mean, you know I saw Daquan Cook win a three point contest. Yeah, I've and seen I, I know it's just the that. three point contest, but I'm saying to get there, you've got to be having a damn good season from from the arc to. Uh, to, to even get put in the contest because well yeah and you can look at the other side of that and, 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 say, that, and you know like we keep saying you know the kick out LeBron to yeah that's what I was getting ready to say he's gonna he would get those open looks if it happened I could probably learn to like it I just and maybe it's just too maybe I got too much loyalty to Danny Green I just tr- I still trust him come playoff time where you need that big shot and he's open to hit it um truly great shooters go through slumps and they always work themselves out of it a lot of them shoot their way out of it so. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm still not sure Levine, with the other moves, would have put him over the hump. I mean. I think it would have made him a lot better. I think uh, that it would. I, I think we would be having a little bit of a different conversation. Just. Um, I mean, does Levine play defense, though? He plays He plays some defense, yes. Because Danny Green plus is a can, pretty plus, good defender still, Plus too. he can jump from, you know, the uh, half-court line and dunk it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that could have been it. Um, they're, I mean, you know, sticking with the Lakers, they're in the buyout market. Uh, they're in the Darren Collison market. Um, I, I think we'll see buyouts kind of come here in the next few days. That's where they got to be. Their... They've got to get better. I'm telling you right now, they they won't beat the Clippers. Well, who's going to not... get bought out? I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I like, you know, you keep hearing Collison and, you know, it's going to be some, some vet players, but – you know, as of right now, I don't. I don't think much has been said. I seen, uh, um, you know, uh, was it somebody from the Pelicans, a, a, an older point guard? I forget. Gotta forget his name. But anyway, it wasn't anybody big. But you're not gonna have, you know, real big names getting bought out just because they're making money, and that just isn't how buyouts work. I yeah. I mean, you can you know, Collison's kind of a, a weird one because he's just a free agent. He's he you know he retired as a free agent. To, to do something religious or, or something of the sort, but I guess he's thinking about coming back. So they're saying he could be signed as soon as after the All-Star break. Um, but, yeah, other than that, there's not, I don't know if there's going to be any big difference makers out there on the buyout market. I'm in on J.R. Smith if he can play that second unit role. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. It's just tough. Wanting the Lakers to make moves, but also understanding that I don't know how they were going to make them. They don't have a lot of ammo. I mean, they're it's still saying Luol Deng's the fifth like, highest player it, on the team. Yeah, it's just like I keep saying. It's just like if you put if you put the Clippers and the Lakers roster side by side, like I did. I you know I pulled them up and I wrote them down. You're like, there's no way the Lakers are winning this. It, it just doesn't look like there's any way. It's like you know Anthony and Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to have to just fucking go off for seven games. I mean, it's. You, you gotta, you gotta, gotta have funk. I mean, they won't be able to get in a funk. I mean, they're gonna have to hit a lot of shots. They're gonna have to play a lot of minutes. It's just, you know, that that's tough now nowadays, man, in the NBA. Well, here's another point to that too. You're not the Lakers aren't gonna go in and sweep guys like Golden State did a couple years ago. Four games, four games, four games. They're gonna have five, six, seven game series, and. AD hits the floor a lot. He holds his shoulder a lot. He rubs yeah. his back a lot. He usually goes about 16, 17 games, then he misses one. I, I, I'm starting – can he get through an entire playoff run when you have to do that? Yeah, that's the question, too. That's, that, another, that's one. another one. So, I mean, there's so many things that, that are working against the Lakers, and I hate it as a Lakers fan, you know, and especially with what the year means. And now I'm, ne- I'm not going to count LeBron out. To come into playoff time and put shit on his back and ride, um, you know, I, I I don't think he was bought into the Lakers last year. I think he kind of knew they weren't making the playoffs. Um, he was I was very very frustrated with him last year, but now it's like okay he he's going through this Kobe thing with us. I think that's the night he became a Laker. Um, and you know he's been gushing about the 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 family environment and it's the best relationship he's ever had with the front office, all that. So maybe he's bought into being a Laker and that'll help things. Um, but yeah, man, just kind of looking at it, I th- I think they can get through probably anybody in the West, um, but the Clippers right now. Don't play Memphis. <laughs> I, I think Memphis is young, man. Memphis is young. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. They, a year they can or make two. a fun series, but yeah, I mean, it's I go- trust it's, the vets. Yeah, right. it's gonna be a year or two before that. You know, I think that they're really, um, 
somebody you know to mess with uh, but I don't think it's going to be this year. Now, don't get me wrong; I, it wouldn't surprise me if they if they did something crazy. I mean, it just wouldn't, uh, just because of the way that that team's built. Hey, but enough about your team. Let's go to my team real quick. The fucking thieves. Can you? Do you? Un- I just don't understand that. For those that don't know, what we're talking about the Cavaliers trade um, John Henson, an Who? expiring contract. Uh, Brandon Knight, Who? a guy that didn't even see the court, a court. And a second round pick. A what? For he's got to be a he's a top three center. Andre, yeah. Andre Drummond. Now you know a lot of people. You know you know the Cavs fans love this. But you gotta love it. It's Andre fucking Drummond. You know, and a lot of people are saying, oh, they you know they did it for a three month rental. Okay, maybe they did. Maybe it's only three months. But did you just hear what I said? They gave up nothing. This is a win win. This is a win-win situation for the Cavs because if he opts in to the 29 point whatever million dollars that he's he's probably not going to get anywhere else because the Cavs can now offer him the most money. Um, if he opts into that, we have him for another year. And then guess what? If he doesn't want to sign the extension this time next year, we have Andre Drummond waving it over somebody's head. Yeah, absolutely. Um and, but if he does decide to opt in for that year, okay, well, let's build around, uh, let's say, Drummond and, and Love Garland? And, 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 and Garland and, and go get us, you know, a couple more solid players, and you're in the East. Yeah. You know, so this is not a bad situation for the Cavs, man. I think this is a win-win, and like you said, man, they got Andre Drummond for a fucking bag of peanuts. This trade... It doesn't even come close to going through on 2K. I don't. I don't. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> I, fuck? I don't. I don't understand. Um, now I've read that Detroit was worried that Andre Drummond was going to opt in after this year and take that guaranteed money, um, and they were just kind of over it, over that. But God, you want to talk about doing a player wrong? Oh, he tweeted about it too, and, and he should have. Yeah. Andre Drummond has been. The heart and soul of, of of the Pistons, and they just fucking send him to the Cavs. Who <laughs> I don't even think we've won twenty games yet. Yeah, um, I mean he 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 he. This is his tweet. If there's one thing I learned about the NBA, there's no friends or loyalty. I've given my heart and soul to the Pistons, and to have this happen with no heads up makes me realize even more even more that this is just a business. I love you, Detroit. You will always have a special place in my heart, but on to the next. Cavs, hope you're ready. Let's finish this year off the right way. This dude had no idea. They didn't even give him a heads he up. He probably found out on Twitter like the rest of us. It's insane. I, I just... And this guy's been – it's the only team he's played for, isn't it? Yeah, they drafted I mean, him in 2012. What, yeah, is it? Yeah. I, was, I don't know what happened early in his career. Yeah. But since he's been making a, a name for himself, it's been all in Detroit. There before Blake Griffin. I mean, all that. But like I, but like I said, man, you know, you Andre Drummond is a top three center. Yeah. Um, You know, and if the Cavs get the chance to build off this, then great. You know, if he decides he, you know, he doesn't want to play for the Cavs here in three months and he walks out, well, we didn't lose nothing either. What, a second-round pick? John I mean, that's, Henson? I mean, that's that's what we lost. I mean, so kudos to the Cavs. You know, I'm, I'm when that happens, I'm like, damn. Okay, okay. But then this happens, and this is what I, this is, this is what I dislike. This brings me back down to like, eh. Tristan Thompson is still on the team. So yeah, what? So now you have he made so much sense for Houston. So so what are you gonna so what are you gonna do? You're gonna you got to start drumming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, but not only that. So Tristan Thompson gets to walk walk after the sleeve. Uh, I'm sorry. After this year. So why didn't you take whatever it was that you could get for Tristan? Yeah, two fifty five. Like these are the offers. Here's the best one. Let's just take it. And get, get it if, over. if the if the Rockets offered you a second round pick, which I'm sure it was a second more or whatever it was, because they were saying nobody wanted to give up a first round pick for Tristan. Um, well, why didn't you take the second and just say it was almost like trading Drummond for Tristan for the rest of the year? Yeah, now you get nothing. I mean, you know, you said that the buyout got shot down, but even if, even you know, if something happens and they do, okay, so you're just losing money, or you're waiting until the end of the year. You're keeping him around. It's awkward, and then he leaves, and you get nothing back. I yeah, don't, I, I don't. That, I don't understand it either. You know, that's kind of the way I look at it. Even though you have a franchise tag, kind of with the Bengals, with you know, kind of with a 
um, you know, uh, A.J. Green, you know, almost kind of in a way kind of with Andy Dalton, even though he – hold on, is Andy's contract up? He's got one more year, but the, the but, Bengals But they don't, get, they don't have to give him anything. They can get out of it with You know no what I'm saying? Cap. So it's almost like tra- those, you know, you want to trade guys. When you get the opportunity to trade them and you don't think that they're going to be back, which there's no reason to re-sign Tristan Thompson – Get something for him. He doesn't want to be there. He wants to go contend, understandably so. Right. Um, and and you're not going to resign him. So go get something for him. Yeah, and, and you know the Bengals are going to franchise AJ by the way, so he's a Bengal next year. But I, I get the comparison. I uh, you know the NBA doesn't have that obviously. Um, but yeah, I just something's better than nothing. I, mean, I just feel like they're going to be left with nothing either. They buy him out, which which you said is probably not going to happen. So they're just going to you know keep him on the roster behind Drummond now he's not gonna like that yeah I don't understand unless I I, I don't know I mean mean, you can't you can't put Drummond at the five put Tristan at the four and then love at the three that's not gonna work so that'll never work I don't know I don't know I I I don't know that just didn't make any sense to me and I just felt like uh they should have taken whatever they could have got for Tristan Thompson but uh like I said uh you know was as far as Andre Drummond go man I couldn't be happier I mean uh um Altman, our GM, great get. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, like I said, no matter if he's there for a year or matter he's there, uh, or if he's only there three months, you didn't lose nothing. So, yeah, you I can replace know. John Henson and Brandon Knight pretty easily in the NBA. <laughs> and, um, a, and a second round pick's not, not not that great. Quick buyout candidate that I'm semi interested in for the Lakers second unit though, Dion Waiters. Eh, a bust. I mean, he has a game. He has like one good game. It seems like out of every. But I mean, fuck it, dude. 15, 20. <laughs> At this point, let's throw it. You got to understand though what happened in, in in Cleveland there. What what what? LeBron happened? didn't want waiters. LeBron, That's true. LeBron yeah. sent waiters. Yeah, I, I, maybe <laughs> maybe I'm just I'm clinging on to that big stretch. You, you want Miami something a you ago, you because. Because you're being you're being a, a Lakers fan that's it, it's starting to hit you. It's like we need to do something because we can't compete with them. And I think you realize that. Oh yeah, there's a I lot mean, of Lakers fans that don't out there. But yeah, they've got they, they, something's got to something's got to happen. They got to go get somebody to be able to compete with with the Clippers. Or Kyle Kuzma needs to step the fuck up in a huge way, mainly on the defensive end. But you know, as much as we love. Alex Caruso, the bald white guy that looks like he's playing at the Y that'll every now and then throw down a dunk. He makes a lot of hustle plays, steals, dives on the floor. That's great. But he's not going to step up and be a piece that gets you past the Clippers. I mean, the, the Clippers are talking about a lineup of like Pat Bev, Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, and, and uh, Zubox at center, who's pretty solid in his own right. Yeah, but why like, not? What do, they, what do they want, Harold to come off the bench? I didn't understand that part of it. Well, uh, they, they traded Harold. They didn't trade. Um, uh, no, no, no. They traded Harkless. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, that, maybe and maybe that's just kind of like one of the lineups that they want to experiment with. Yeah, that I mean, may Harrell not be needs to be in there, five. especially especially come playoff time. Yeah, I got Harkless and Harrell confused there. Um, so that's yeah. I mean, maybe not waiters. Maybe that was just something stupid that popped in my head because I thought I kept I kept remembering we was getting buckets in Miami there for a couple years. But yeah, LeBron didn't want him there. Uh, first round bus. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Collison is the one I'm hoping for the most with how things stand, and then probably Jr. Um, you know, and you know, you're gonna have to create a couple roster spots to do that. Um, I, I don't know who they cut. I mean, the, the guys at the end of the bench they could. They're not gonna cut Fiannis Antetokounmpo though, <laughs> because I'm telling you, this is this is out there. They have him there to show him how good the Lakers are living. All the cool shit they do, all the connections you can get in LA because they're going after Giannis. That's one guy that does not give a fuck. Um, I don't believe Giannis. Give a fuck when them checks start cashing. Giannis came out and was just like, uh, he don't. He wants to compete. He doesn't want to team up with the great. He wants to compete against them. And he's got a shit. nice little thing there in Milwaukee, man. That and that was the one team you're like, yeah, they should stay stay put. Yeah, because, <laughs> they're I mean, the best team in the East. Yeah, I, man. Uh, it's them or the Clippers. I mean, I, no, the East. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm talking okay. About the well, whole, you say when the entire NBA. I, the Bucks are nice, man. They they do everything. They can hit shots. They can get to the rim. They play defense. It's and every time you see them, man, they beat good teams. And sometimes they beat good teams bad. Yeah, they they beat the Lakers pretty handedly uh, in their first matchup, and that's when the Lakers were at probably their hottest. Um, you know, as uh, AD was just coming back from the ankle. Um, but yeah, that's a 
that's a team I don't want to see, man. And I know the Lakers got to see him again. I'm interested in the Lakers Clippers rematch, or well, not the rematch. Hey, did but they the, reschedule? That that's yet? what I was just saying. I haven't seen anything about when that was rescheduled for. I'm I'm excited to see that. Uh, Lakers have had some more time to gel. I th- I do think that they've grown uh, a, a lot closer through the Kobe tragedy. Uh, how that translates to the floor is kind of yet to be seen. Um, you know, they've played some kind of bad teams here. They do play the Rockets tonight. Uh, looking forward to tuning into that. Uh, Rockets coming in at 32 and 18, Lakers at 38 and 11. So that's a good matchup. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine Covington plays tonight. Maybe he does. I don't know. I don't think he'll play yet. Uh, yeah, there's, there's probably some red tape to go through there. So the, the, probably the, the same for the guy that the Lakers picked up. I don't think he'll play tonight either. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but you know, the, so the Rockets will probably be a little shorthanded tonight. So I don't know how much you can read into that game. Um, you know, I, they, <laughs> they don't have anybody that's going to suit up tonight that can. That can guard AD. No. Um, so that'll that'll be fun. So it's going to ramp up. We always see the NBA kind of kicks into a second gear after the All Star break uh, and the trade deadline, and then obviously the playoffs coming up. So uh, everything's going to ramp up. Start seeing you know guys going a little bit harder. I, I would think. Um, you know, LeBron. I think he's been playing pretty well. He's been load managing some games. Sometimes he's load managing and getting a triple double out of it. Start to wonder if he's going to ratchet it up here a little bit more. But I don't know. He's never really been a guy that cares about seating. But in the West, I think you need to. Well, it's one like I like I told you before. One or two don't matter because if the Clippers get the one seed, then you. I mean, you have you yeah, the, have another home. The court's going to look different. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, the court's going to look different. But Laker Clippers games are going to be dominated by Laker fans. It's a Lakers town. Yeah, it's and just it, the way it, it is. It, like I said, it doesn't matter who has the one seed, and that's going to be nice for both of them. They're both of them right there. I mean, you don't have to leave. No traveling. You get to go home. Like that's going to be that. That would be super sweet. That's yeah. That's an advantage for. For, I mean, I don't think it's an advantage for either team, but just, just to the other team. Yeah, oh, yeah. All those traveling miles yeah. and sleeping in hotels and, and all that kind of shit, uh, that'll pay off well. Uh, it'll kind of, you know, shorten the series, too. Uh, they may not give them as many travel days. You know, right. I, don't, I don't know how it all works out or if they have, you know, have to give them so many days, but that's going to be fun. So uh, perfect but, time of year after the NFL ends for the uh, NBA to ramp up and give us some storylines and, and, you know, Everybody will start paying just a little bit more attention to it. You know, us 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 fans right. that have teams and watch all their games. Are, hey, let me ask you a question in, here before we get off here. I know I know we're coming to the uh, an end of this episode here, but from an outsider's perspective, the Cavs add Andre Drummond. They're eight games out of the eighth seed. Ooh. Do you think the Cavs have a chance to make the playoffs? Well, um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't see that's, it. Yeah, I mean. But I think they got better. <laughs> they they definitely got better. Um, eight games isn't really insurmountable, especially in the East. I mean, and you got a whole half of the season to play. Yeah, I mean, you got you know the 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 team holding down the eight seed right now is the Orlando Magic. Um, but when I'm kind of looking at it, I think it's probably tough. I mean, the Hawks got better uh, once Capella settles in. Um, Pistons got worse. So no, it's going to be listen. They're not going to get much further than the eight. I mean, if if they even was were to get there, but I think that the roster looks better than you know like Orlando's and and, and some of the teams right there in between them. I just uh, you know I, I don't know. I just it would be neat to make the playoffs without you know LeBron, um, but. Especially um, so soon. That's me just asking you. You know, I'm a fan, so obviously I, w- I would like to see it. I personally don't think it's going to happen, you know, but I think, you know, it would be it'd be pretty sweet if it did. Yeah, I don't I, – I, it wouldn't shock me, I guess, if they yeah, did, the but East, they'd have to get yeah. on a crazy run. But then you run. go and play Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, you got Milwaukee out there. <laughs> They're going to go on a crazy run. Miami's out there. Uh, you know, the Raptors are still looking pretty good. They are, man. Considering they lost uh, Kawhi. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kyle Lowry, it's like – he won that championship, and he just looks like a, a went in a different a, mode. And, and and Fred Van Vliet is a baller too. Yeah, and you know they're gonna have to go through teams like the Pacers, who are getting Oladipo back settled in. Uh, Kyrie can go for fifty on the Nets when he's feeling right. He's kind of weird. Uh, so there's there's a lot of teams up there at the, at the bottom of the of the eight right now. Hey, all and, these all these teams yeah. better uh, you know get their shit together. If you're gonna win it this year, you better win it this year because uh, next year KD's back and. He's got Kyrie with him, and yeah. that is going to be a fucking team. I, I, you know, put put KD in the lineup, put Kyrie in the in the lineup, and then get me seven games of them in the Bucks. 
Man, that would that be, would be that fun. would be fun. And I, it doesn't them and them and the Clippers, them and and the Lakers. That, yeah, I mean that all that would be fun. And Giannis is there next year, so we might get a load of that because I don't know how many pieces of the Bucks are really going anywhere. So uh, I got that to look forward to. Uh, like I said, NFL dying down. I, I I know this is the NBA trade deadline episode, but I am checking in as a DC Defenders fan. XFL first game Saturday at two o'clock. Cardale Jones. Oh man. That's the only part I don't like. Um, so, you know, we, we got that, but we will uh, have a little bit more of an NBA focus now that the uh, the NFL has died off. Um, I'll, I'll do a little checking in on what I see on the XFL. Um, we'll, we'll get back into things. Uh, big college game coming up uh, here in the next couple of days. Duke, North Carolina, always a good one. I mean, but it's North- only second. That is the second best rivalry in sports outside of uh, Ohio State, who. Uh, Fuck, I forget the team they play, but they just beat them all the time. Fuck off, man. It's Ohio State, Michigan's number one. But, I mean, this is probably the worst I've seen the Tar Heels in a long time. Though. Yeah, Duke Duke should win. Uh, Duke you know, Duke's not – Duke has, isn't looking stellar with this freshman class, but, I mean, they, they should they should win that yeah, game pretty but, easily. Yeah. Um, we're going to, you know, have some some more talk about the UD Flyers coming up. Are they going to get a one seed? I I don't know if they do, just because uh, you know, as good as they are, as high as they're ranked, people are still going to say that they're only in the eight. You guys need to get out to some UD. I need to get out to some Dude, UD games. It is. Uh, it, it's one. It's a good time. I've been to a couple and uh, um, great time. And now you know this is one of the best teams they've ever had. And it's hard to get tickets now, though. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but man, it is. It, that is a fun atmosphere down there. You know, and and I, I have said that before. I, I went um, when they played uh, VCU last year. My dad actually works down there, so he kind of gets me some perks and sneaks me into some games. Uh, um, you know, if if you work at UD Arena and you heard that, that was completely a joke. Um, but for a small school, the environment there is crazy. It's it's comparable oh, yeah. to stuff I see on TV. At, at, you know, a Kansas, a Kentucky. You know, maybe not to the to the extent of a Duke. But well, we went down to UD when they made it to the uh, Elite Eight when they lost yeah. to Florida and went down there. We were younger. This was years ago and partied like we were fucking students at UD. And <laughs> I told people I was like a third year law student, and somebody and said that, that's, that's not well, that's possible. The, you got kicked out for pissing on a dumpster outside because you couldn't make it in the bathroom. Dude, there's a fucking line, you know? I mean, I had to piss. But, <laughs> yeah, get down to some they, – they've done some beautiful renovations to that arena as well. Um, the first four is coming to Dayton again this year also of the NCAA tournament. Um, I usually go check that out. Um, kind of, It's kind of cool. I get to go back in the war room, see kind of all the, all the stuff set up. So uh, I plan on going there to check that out. Um, great for the city, great for everybody involved. So uh, lots of hoops coming up. Uh, NFL stuff will uh, – Never really die down though. Yeah, the, we'll get back into the, that. Yeah, the combine, combine and, and, and the free, free agency, agency, the draft, and all, and all that good, all stuff. that stuff. And stop listening to these fucking reports that Joe Burrow is going to refuse to play for the Bengals. How many times does his dad have to say it's not true for you motherfuckers to quit making it up and just trying to make it a thing? And that pisses me off. I'm going to touch on that for a second. I know we're about to wrap it up. Why the fuck? Two years ago. Did we not hear, well, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold said they won't play for the Browns. The Browns have been just well, as fucked up, yeah, if not more, than the Bengals. There's multiple quarterbacks, and it's Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? It's, Jesus Christ, it's the, man. The quarterback, the quarterback competition is narrowed down. All right, we know Joe Burrow is going to be the first quarterback taken. That's why. It's just – it's fucking fabricated. I don't know how many times his dad has to text a reporter or talk to a reporter and be like, he's going to go anywhere, he's happy, blah, blah, blah. He's from fucking Ohio. He grew up a Bengals fan. I understand the Bengals organization is shit, but somebody's making this shit up, and I'm getting tired of it because I just don't think there's any fucking truth to it. But we'll have more NFL. Uh, gonna gonna get back into more of, of a hoops focus too here with things ratcheting it up. So uh, uh, thanks for tuning in with us, guys. Uh, Locker Room Talk Uncut. Get at us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We love to have you guys on. Uh, we say that every episode. We've had some really good guests come through here in the last few episodes. Um, so uh, get with us. We're going to uh, get this thing posted up, and then uh, we'll be back with you guys here uh, beginning of next week to wrap up the weekend in sports. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.